Good, good, good. Hi, everyone. It's Obi Abuchi here with the Leading From Your Core podcast and vodcast. This show is dedicated to helping leaders all around the world discover leadership wisdom, stories, and insights that will enable you to tap into the power of leading from the inside out. And I'm delighted to welcome on the show, Alexandra Howard, or I'll call you Alex. <laughs> Alex is a certified transformational health and life coach and mindfulness trainer. She runs a private coaching practice in Canada called Mind Mood Alive. I uh, love that. going to pick up on that word shortly. Um, and the, she equips people with the tools and habits to come alive in mind and mood so that they can live in vibrant flow and ease no matter what's going on. Uh, she's been in this space for over 15 years and is passionately committed to empowering and elevating the minds and lives of men, women, youth in a way that positively transforms our world. She also co-leads a charitable organization that has been lifting vulnerable and orphan kids out of poverty in Nairobi, Kenya since 2005. Alex, I am really excited to have you on the show and looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have and what our listeners and viewers will uh, get to hear. So thanks for coming on. Thanks, Obi. It's great to be here. And to, to kick things off, so I, I love the name of your practice and mind mood alive. The, the word alive is one that resonates with me just because we're living doesn't mean we're alive. And I say that because when I moved into the world of consulting and organizational development and leadership development, one of the inspirations for this was I was working as an engineer at the time, didn't enjoy engineering, preferred to work with people. And I remember reading a book called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. And, and in that book, there was a quote by Howard Thurman, uh, the philosopher and, and theologian. And he said, don't ask yourself what, ask yourself what the world needs ask yourself what makes you come alive and go and do that because what the world needs is people who have come alive. And that was so powerful for me because I thought, absolutely, I want to be alive. I want to go and make a difference. So that's a really important word for me being alive, but I'd love to hear what does it mean for you? Why did you pick that? And, and then we'll take it from there. Sure. Thanks, Obi. Yeah, I mean, the word aliveness for me is just, I mean, it's just such a profound and powerful word. And I remember when I was uh, starting out as a coach, I, you know, I was, I was in a big room, I was at a conference, and I was in a big room of, of uh, you know, full of coaches. And, and at this point, I hadn't, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I was a little unsure. Uh, about where my niche was, what, you know, what is, what am I, you know, where am I going to go with this? And I remember sitting on the, on the, on the chair and there were some people in front of me, um, these amazing, inspiring people chatting. Um, and, and all of a sudden it was like a thunderbolt of lightning. It was like, boom. And that word came into my, into my consciousness wow. alive. And I was like, <laughs> everybody wants to be alive. I want to be alive. Like it, there just, there was this essence mm. of like, 
it just came to me so powerfully. And I thought, yes, that's it. And I said, I don't, it doesn't matter what I do from here on in. I just, I just want to help people come alive and I'm going to be in service of that. I'm going to figure out how that works. And, and that's what I'm going to do. And so the word aliveness to me has really evolved since that moment. And, um, you know, I've, but I brought it with me. It's funny. I've had all these experiences in my life and all these wonderful, you know, and, and difficult twists and turns, Mm -hmm. but the word aliveness has always been front, you know, front and center for me. And it's really, for me, how that word has evolved, um, is, is quite, it's quite personal, but I also feel Mm -hmm. like it might relate you know, quite, quite universal in many ways as well. But sure. it's this idea that you can, that you can, you can be with, with all of it, like you grow this capacity to be with all experience in a radical way, like mm. a radically honest way. And I noticed at the beginning of my journey that there were parts of me that I wasn't really owning, I wasn't claiming, you know, and, and so over the time that I've been a coach and I've been coaching, um, and I've been personally transforming myself, it's just this radical opening Mm. and acceptance and love Mm. and, and a radical curiosity that, that are some of the core tenets, I think of, of aliveness. Mm, mm. And, um, and I've been able to step into more parts of myself and, um, and help other people step into parts of themselves that have been either diminished or neglected or, uh, you know, altogether forgotten. (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, it's this, this, this beautiful, um, capacity that you grow to be able to be with all experience. Um, and then, and and whether you like it or not, this is, this is really important too, whether you like it or not, just being able to be with, right. And, um, and that to me is, is where you come alive and you're able to, uh, see everything with a fresh set of eyes and mm-hmm. you allow it to come in. You don't block it. There's no resistance. Mm-hmm. And you are open and unfiltered mm-hmm. in what comes into your field of view as well. And you wow. offer love. Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, that is so powerful. And you're already beginning to share some of the benefits. And I'd love to hone in on that a bit more. I just, this idea of aliveness, we, we were talking about this before. Some people might hear alive and think, yeah, but, but what do you mean? I mean, of course I'm alive. And, and or they might think, oh, I know she's Canadian. So she's probably thinking, rah, rah, right? It's like, <laughs> well, no, that, that's a, it's not this sort of cheerleader thing. You, you can be an introvert and and be alive. You can be an extrovert and be alive. You can be an ambivert and be alive. But it's, I love this emphasis on just that capacity to fully experience and fully be with, whether that's a difficult situation, whether that's 
an exciting situation and, and, and just see that. You already started going into some of the benefits, but can you talk a bit more? Why is it important? Why would the, you know, a lot of leaders and, and listening viewing this, why is it important to be alive and, and increase your capacity to be with situations fully? Well, the way I would respond to that is that the more alive we are, the more we're able to be with experience as it is, whether we mm -hmm. like it or not, the better we can, uh, the more creative, the more creativity mm -hmm. we can bring to mm -hmm. that space, mm -hmm. the more resourcefulness we can bring to that space. Mm -hmm. I had a client mm -hmm. yesterday, I was chatting with him and he, it's funny, there was a, um, normally he goes in with this very like, uh, you know, resistant and um, he's already decided how it's going to turn out. Like he's already wow, forward paced. So. And it's like, it's, if this is because past experience has told me that this is the way it's going to be. Therefore, you know, you, you, you've already decided in some regards how it's going to turn out, but he decided to do it differently. He decided to take a step back, allow, mm -hmm. allow the experience to unfold. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he was able to bring a completely different quality of energy and attention wow. to what was in front of him and the mm. result was radically different and wow. radically more enjoyable and radically more effective mm. and radically more creative ultimately mm. because i think this is a really big a really big thing is the more alive you are the more creative you are and oh. in the in the space of of innovation and you know, in the workspace, I mean, that's what we're in service of, right? We're all there to be creative and to find ways of doing things, um, you know, with, with our most alive creative minds. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, I feel like that's what it's in service of and to be resourceful in that space. And so when we get locked in this rigidity of it has to be a certain way, mm -hmm. And, you know, we get, or we get caught in the chaos of, mm. oh, this is where we, where we enter a very, very difficult space of suffering mm. as far as I'm concerned. And we bounce and we just can't, we can't get out of that space. And so aliveness really connects us to our resourcefulness, our creativity, our connection, our mm. calmness. Mm. Mm. Wow. I like that. I want to come back to the bit about rigidity because I think it would be great to just explore what are some of the things that hold us back from mm -hmm. being in, in this place. But I, one of the ways that I define leadership is relating to others in a way that unleashes the best of their motivation and their creativity and, yes. and their passion and so it sounds like just this being being alive, being connected, being able to fully lean into situations creates the best environment to be in service of that, to be in service of helping people to be at their best. So yes. it it's, sounds like a, a no-brainer. And, and, and we'll come on to 
how can you do more of this? So, uh, it, you know, people are buying into this, they, they get it. How, how do you do more of this? Because I can't imagine anyone listening or watching this now that doesn't want to be more resourceful, that doesn't want to be yes. more creative. I'm like, absolutely, I want more of that. Yes. But there are things that hold them back and that therefore make them rigid. What, what are some of the things that hold people back from being in this space I can certainly I can think of something for me and I'll love to hear from you and then I'll, I'll yeah. know something that's held me back sure I think the 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 first and foremost what holds us back is wishing things were different than what they are mm. <laughs> yeah All right if we think about our situations in our life where we are suffering mm -hmm. chances are you'll land on something that you wish was different than what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's really, really, really profound. If you, if you really took that frame and you applied it to different areas of your life, and that's what locks us. That's mm, what creates wow. rigidity, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. That's what, yeah. think about it. That's where anxiety <laughs> lives. That's where all, yeah, yeah. all of these mind states live. Like, I don't want to be in this situation. I prefer yeah, to be yeah. there. I prefer to be there. And this is where we get caught too with like social media and all these stories that come into, you know, and infiltrate mm. our attention and our minds. It's, mm. it's, it's a cascading ongoing faucet yeah, of, yeah. of other. Yeah. Yeah. Can I what? just stop you there? Cause yes. I feel like <laughs> that is so deep. It's powerful. It's profound that, to move on too soon just feels like it wouldn't give it enough justice. <laughs> and I felt I want to give it some space to land for people and even for myself, because you said wishing things were different. Now, on the one hand, we all go in, we've got goals, we've got dreams, we've got aspirations. And yes, we're, we're looking to make a better world. And, and yet the, the suffering, to think that the suffering or comes from wanting things to be different. I can so relate to that. I can think of whether that's been on the personal level or the business level, my biggest anguish has been, I'm not happy with how things are right now. And, and I'm you know, really upset. And, and what I find is that I'm more likely to go into a negative spiral. I'm it's releasing a bit of a negative energy. I'm reacting. I, I don't want this. I'm upset with how it's going. And then I can find that it will lead to thoughts like, well, maybe you don't have what it takes to, to do this and all of that. Yep. Whereas at the moment I start accepting it, I feel like I start seeing solutions. I'm like, well, Obi, it just is the way it is right now. This is a learning curve. This is as more specific example I've shared this a few times that the one of the areas of life that has caused me the most anguish over the last eight years has been my mom's Alzheimer's and for so long I just wished it wasn't that way mm. and it was hard and as she was getting worse I was I was fighting it I was angry I was angry with her I was angry with myself for how I was reacting and I was just fighting this situation the the ease and 
came when I started accepting it. Now, I, I get there's some love in that too, in that obviously I didn't want what it was doing to my mom and all of that, but but I just, I see that pain and that anguish from the fighting. I, I wish it wasn't this yeah. and, and, and just the downward spiral and the grief and the pain and all of that. Yeah. But that plays out in a lot of areas, right? I wish the my profile was as good as theirs. I wish the, you know, I could nail marketing the way that company did. I wish, I wish, I wish, and, you know, and, yes. and, and you just get into this, oh, what I have isn't right, isn't yeah. enough. Yes. Um, so that's, yeah. Yeah, that's- I, I'm with you on that. And thank you for sharing that. I, I have a similar story with my father uh, just recently who passed away from, uh, you know, he had dementia for, for a number of years. Wow. And that, you know, that know. space is, is, a, it is actually where I, I learned and honed my skill um, of aliveness. And I, and I say skill because it's a skill, you know, people have this idea that aliveness just, just shows up and just, you Mm -hmm. should just, you just be born and you should be, you know, it's like, it should just be there. Like what's happening. And this is the problem. And this is why I love working with kids right now, because it's like, you have, you, you don't, you have to know how to cultivate aliveness you know, mm-hmm. one, one of the kids told me on the call recently, he says, I just, I, I've just been going through the motions and I, I've been living like a zombie, just going wow. through the motions. Wow. Wow. You know, he has a wow. heartbeat. He's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got yeah, a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. He's got a breath, but he's mm-hmm. not feeling alive. Mm-hmm. Right? Going through the motions. I going mean, through so the motions. I mean, our 17 year olds are saying this, like, this is not okay. So you know, and I, and I, and I get it. I, 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 I get it because I've been there. I understand that feeling of going through the motions. That's autopilot. That is 90% of people right now, autopilot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for my father, when, when you share your story, I mean, I could have easily autopiloted my way through that whole journey with my father easily to the point where I actually noticed, and this is where the skill comes in, right? You start to notice the, t- the, air, the times, the moments, the fleeting moments when you want to run and hide mm-hmm. and go into autopilot because here's what I think is the biggest problem is we have an impoverished relationship with pain, discomfort, and quite frankly, fear. Mm-hmm. So the moments that I realized I wanted to run or hide were the moments where I felt unpleasant Mm, emotions. mm, mm -hmm. I didn't want to be in that space. It was too much. It was overwhelming me. Um, And I had to work really, really hard on a very personal level to stay and feel alive, to feel the, the joy of connecting with him even in that state. Wow. Now that is, is right. That, that mm, is, mm, that is mm. releasing yourself from wishing it was different than what it is. Mm, and let me mm. be with this right now, right here. Mm-hmm. And let me find a way to, to be, to be in connection with it mm. in a way that doesn't want me to want to hide. Mm. 
And, and I, I constantly kept staying in that space and I would notice I would, there was one time where I, my dad was sitting on a, on a chair and I was sitting on a bed and there was music playing and it was quiet. It was silent. There was nothing. It was just this beautiful light music. And there he was and he was sleeping. And this was probably about a week before he died. And I sat on the chair and I was like, it was just quiet. It was silent. And silence is a scary place. It's scary silence mm. sometimes. Mm. Right? We live in a very busy world. Our brains are busy all the time. And the silence I sat in and I remember feeling like I'm uncomfortable. I, I want to I go. I don't want to be here. I want to go. I don't, I, this is too much. I, I, there was something about the silence, the quiet mm. with my father in front of me, knowing full well that he was dying. Mm. And I had, and I, I remember saying to myself, Alex, no, this is a beautiful moment. This is a moment that you can be with. This is a moment that you can survive this is a moment that's actually beautiful. So I sat on the edge of the bed and I looked at him and I just, I, I stayed present with that moment. And until I was able to find my breath mm, 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 and I could see him and I could appreciate him and I could be in gratitude of this moment that I was mm. here and how lucky am I to be here right now mm. Mm. in this moment, mm. wow. being with him in this, in this way, how lucky mm. am I? Mm. So mm. there was a, a frame of gratitude and a frame of compassion, of deep compassion. And I mm. always say compassion is, it's not about fix, fixing or rescuing. Compassion is just an, a radical being with. It's a radical connection and i was mm. able to sit there and and just be in that moment with him mm. without needing mm. to fix it or rescue him or rescue mm. it and that was a really big moment for me where i realized like wow how much of our time do we spend rescuing fixing managing <laughs> controlling mm. 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 how much mm. of our time do we spend just being mm. Mm. and in that space i can tell you right now I felt deeply alive. Wow. Wow. It, it, it's, it's amazing listening to you. I, I can't help but feel that if we, if we trust rather than there's a saying control is an illusion, that, that there are things we try to control that actually we can't, but if we trust that that actually life is about being alive. And when we let go of trying to control situations, we actually tap into more of yes. that aliveness because Correct. you, you know, just that situation, what you could see unfolding was more of a comfort, more of a comfort. Okay, I'm not going to resist this more of a comfort. Yes. And then all of a sudden there's this yes. increased capacity to be able to hold something yes. so difficult but also yes. something so beautiful as 100 percent. Well, um, you've nailed is, it there yeah which is so so th that ability yeah to 
to trust and going back to, okay, why? Why are we saying all of this? Why is it important? Because it actually makes you more resourceful. It makes you more creative. You open up. We talk about flow and you talk about being at ease, right? It's for this flow, just these, our innate resilience, our innate creativity, our innate resourcefulness for it yes. to come out. Yes. We've got to learn to, to be in this place of, of acceptance and, and yes. connectedness rather than a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I mean, that's really, mean. that's the, that's the self that's going to impact and mm -hmm. contribute at the highest level, right? Mm -hmm. That's the self that's going to come out and, mm -hmm. and move mountains and mm -hmm. make a difference. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I mean, that's the self that we want to be cultivating. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, the calmness that I felt in that space, the, the compassion that I felt, the connection that I felt, the courage, mm. the courage. That's mm. another thing we haven't talked about, but the courage that I felt like I can do this. Holy smokes, Alex. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. like mm. that gave me such another level of knowing mm. that yeah. I can survive the full spectrum of experience and emotions Mm. wow and that i can be okay if mm. if my dad is not okay mm. Like, mm. wow it was wow just so powerful yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that i can have an experience like that mm. and mm. and that is i mean if more of us were able to connect to that mm -hmm. i mean gosh imagine what mm. we could do alone and together wow imagine well let, let's go there then just because i i think it's compelling for anyone listening watching already and what helps to cultivate that what helps to cultivate that aliveness and and that connectedness and and stay with the discomfort <laughs> when everything well. is <laughs> <laughs> oh my god obi it is so um you know i think it has to start i will i know it starts with awareness mm -hmm. you have to build the skill of awareness you have to become aware of your patterns aware of what's going on the, the first thing that i do when i work with anybody old young I run the spectrum is like, how are you creating experience right now? Mm, mm. How are you creating? Because you can't change experience if you don't know how you're creating it in the first place. Sure. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where people go wrong. They, 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 in, they go in at the wrong, the wrong place. They're trying to, <laughs> it's like, well, wait a minute. How do, do you know what's actually happening? Because you can't change something if you don't know what's actually happening. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to understand how you're creating experience. And that requires more often than not support, like mm. someone like me, someone like you, somebody who mm -hmm. knows how to navigate that because the monkey mm -hmm. brain is very powerful mm -hmm. and it will deceive you at every turn. So mm -hmm. oftentimes I find that having somebody objective who is skilled mm -hmm. at, at, at charting the path, at charting the, you know, the, yeah, charting the path mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. is, is really, really, really important.
Otherwise your monkey mind will continue to, you know, to lead and tell you where you need to go, (laughs) which is really more than often the wrong place. So it's about awareness at the beginning, understanding. And when I say awareness, all awareness is, is opening your senses. It's awareness is about, it's a sensory experience. It's not a cognitive Mm. one. So you have to get out of your head and into this beautiful space that we Mm. inhabit. Um, And that's really the essence of awareness is understanding where you are here. And then from there, then you start, you can start to paddle and steer, right? You're in the canoe and you're like, okay, do I want to go here? Great. Let's go there or let's go here. So you have to learn some tools of, um, you have to learn how to pause. I mean, that is like, Mm. that is the base line, (laughs) you know, you, if you don't, if you don't know how to pause, (laughs) you're, you're done. You're cooked. Yeah. There's no shot. You have to Mm. learn how to pause because pausing is what's going to allow you to go, whoop, I want to go this way or whoop, Mm. right? It's like the canoe. You just, you want to go this way or that way. You have to be, you have to slow down enough Mm -hmm. and pause Mm. and then notice what's, what's happening in front of you. Like, what is the, what is, what is the crossroad look like? Mm -hmm. You know, what is that stop sign? Where are you? orient yourself and then you have to be able to uh make different decisions so there's a lot of different tools in there um you know for the awareness piece that are that are really the the foundation Mm -hmm. of any aliveness work you have to become a very aware of your behaviors, your patterns, what you do. And it's funny when I start working with people, it's like their language, you know, they're just unable to describe experience. And a lot of awareness is moving from explaining to describing, Mm. right? Describing experience is, um, is really, really important to be able to do. And so I always, you know, laugh after, you know, a few months of working with people because, you know, they've got this beautiful new eloquent language that they bring, they whip out, you know, and it's like, wow, what, who are you? What's happening? <laughs> so. Thanks for, for sharing. I, I love the fact that when it, you just going deeper into awareness, you talk about the experience. What are you experiencing? Right. Because some people might say, but, but what do you mean? Uh, my experience is my experience, but actually how are you creating that experience? And not a lot of people connect with the fact that actually I'm creating that experience. What is the story I'm telling myself? I mean, we just have to go into a movie together and see all of the different things that people notice and the interpretations that they get from that. So same movie, but we're all creating a different experience. And so I think that's really powerful for people to connect with that. Actually, I'm creating my experience. How am I doing that? What am I saying? Yes, and then you start, that's it, Obi. And then all of a sudden you start realizing like, holy smokes, I I am the creator of my experience. I mean, I can create whatever experience I want. You Mm. created this one, Mm -hmm. right? You created one that's, you know, you created one good for you. It's that now you have an opportunity to say, Hey, listen, 
do, do you want to continue with that yeah. experience or yeah. do you want to, yeah. you know, yeah. do you want to change course? So, you know, there's tools and there's habits that you need. Um, and I say need because you do, you need them in order to be able to navigate skillfully, mm-hmm. um, you know, and with grace and ease, you know, this is the other thing. It's like, you know, without that resistance and without that constant like block, every time you get somewhere, block, 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 you know, the, the goal is to kind of soften the resistance and to be able to move um, and, and respond rather than react, right? Respond to um, what's arising in any given moment, right? So we release this, this need for it to be a certain way. And all of a sudden we can meet things as they arise. And then we say, Hey, how do I want to respond to this right now? And all of a sudden a new part of you, a new, a new, a new, um, you know, you can whip out the different, the different parts of you that are being called forward, (laughs) um, that, that are going to be in service of that moment. And this is where we have this beautiful capacity to, um, you know, to impact with just a whole different essence and um, capacity and power, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where I think there's a huge opportunity for all of us, um, you know, to take full responsibility for our aliveness, for our mm-hmm. radical capacity to be with ourselves, to be with others, to be with the world. And, um, and here's the thing, everyone can do it. Mm. it's available for everybody this is not an exclusive club where only a few can you know do this this is this is available within you right now you have everything you need there is nothing missing you are not broken there is no no pieces are missing you have everything you need right now everybody to do this and that to me is why I do this work and and that's an encouraging message for everyone as well right we're not talking about something that is exclusive it's not for the elite it's for everyone everyone with a heartbeat can can everybody with a heartbeat CEO of a company 17 year old trying to get through school It, it it's universal and this is what I love about my work it's universal it doesn't matter who you are how much money you have where you live what kind of car you drive it doesn't matter this is something that we all can own and claim and it's it's our privilege as a human being and our right as a human being to claim Mm. and own our own aliveness wow that's an amazing amazing message alex it has been we talked about this idea of, or you talked about this idea of uh, being alive, being about being with. It's been, I've got to say over the last what, 35 <laughs> minutes or so, it has been great to be with you um, <laughs> chatting. <laughs> and it has been great to be with you too, Ovi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's definitely um, brought some incredible aliveness. I love the work that you're doing and the impact that it's having. And we didn't even get to touch on some of the work that you're doing out in Nairobi, Kenya. So that'll be for another time. But but thank you. Thank you for what you shared. Uh, thank you for just uh, 
simplicity of it and the reference to some tools that people can apply to be alive just to go back to the benefits i can't think of anyone listening watching this that doesn't want to be more resourceful that doesn't want to be more connected that doesn't want to be more creative and so that's what this is about it's about helping you to connect with more of that so thank you so much for sharing and to all our listeners and viewers i hope you enjoyed the show um, and just took away some great points to help you be with yourself and whatever you are experiencing remember that if you want to be a courageous and resilient leader if you want to live life on purpose and with purpose then it starts from the inside out have a great day see you on the next show and alex thanks again for joining all the way from canada thanks obi it was great i enjoyed it thank you bye bye bye